And how empowering is it to be able to get to a point where you can say no to a client because they're not in alignment with how you want to show up? When when you can say no within your business, it's so empowering. It allows you space and energy to one, say yes to the clients and the other vendors and the people that you want to work with that are in alignment. And two, show up a little more and differently with the clients that you already have because you're like, I want to work with you. And that's huge. Hi, and welcome to season eight of the 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat with Anna Larson and Selena Conmack. Together with their rotating panel of expert guests, these real-life boss babes share lessons learned and best practices you can use to level up your business. Anna is the owner of Nomad About and is known for blending killer copy with proven marketing methods to create exciting business communications. Selena owns Howley Socially Inspired, and from layout to launch, her sleek website design and trending social media strategies provide a memorable customer experience with a taste of that famous aloha spirit. Now it's time to laugh and be inspired, so grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Aloha, guys. Welcome to the 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat, live stream and podcast with Anna and Selena, eight seasons of best practices and advice for entrepreneurs and small business owners. Does your mindset create favorable or unfavorable growth in your business? Uh, Today's guest, Pumihana Palmer, growth and mindset coach, shares how continually evolving yourself and your way of thinking and perceiving what you know is a benefit to your business. Your authenticity and value sharing as a business owner will build brand loyalty and personal self-worth. So let's get to talking about your personal business growth trajectory on today's 15-ish minute coffee chat. I know it is a mouthful, but it's such an important mouthful, right? It is. First of all, can we talk about it? Like we made it to the end of season eight. Woo! I know it's pretty impressive. So 80, we have 80 episodes completed, which is amazing. That means the end of season eight, which means they're going to take a break and come back in June. But we'll talk about that more at the end, right? (laughs) No, I'm excited for today's show. Um, Yes, I personally am invested in this person, our guest today, because we have a little bit of a history. We worked together, you know, previously. So um, I'm just excited. I kind of caught like part of, I, I just, I caught a post and it just, Relinked this like I need to reconnect with her you know I, I mean we all watch each other on on social media and we see where we've been and like I said we work together which is so crazy when I say this now Pume who is in the backstage I mean like over seven eight years ago like that's a long time <laughs> that's a long time we were kind of talking about it before you jumped on in the back room, Pumehana and I were just about how it, amazing it is to see the people that you've known from your past and where they've taken their lives. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like that's kind of almost even the topic for today, right? Like yeah. it's a little bit about like mindset and that growth and and figuring out what you're good at, your strengths yeah. and what you love, and then watching them achieve those things. So it's going to be yeah. a good show. Totally. Okay, Anna, real fast, throw that call to action question that we love to ask people because we want them to throw that into the comments. We do. Um, so listen, yeah. if you are listening right now, can you tell us about your current mindset within your, as a business owner or entrepreneur, does your current mindset create favorable or unfavorable growth? And this is totally subjective, 
right? This is your thoughts on the subject, not our thoughts. There's no right or wrong answer. So toss it in the comments for us. We'd love to kind of hear what you have to say about where you think you currently are at as a business owner. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. We're going to talk about Pume. So let's, we can get rolling into it. Go ahead, yeah. Anna. All right. So now Pumehana Palmer was born and bred on the island of Oahu, Hawaii. She's the mommy of two spectacular, tenacious little girls, the daughter of a badass single mom and the wife of a forward thinking entrepreneur. So for most of her life, her identity and self-worth were wrapped up in other people's opinions and satisfying their expectations. Now today, through mindset and growth coaching, Pumehana uses her life lessons to help clients create massive transformations for themselves. They learn that everything in our reality is created twice, first in your mind and then in the physical form. So by updating the lens through which they view life, so follow their results. Now, Pumahana is on a mission to plant seeds of growth and transformation in the minds of extraordinary moms and ladypreneurs. Right? Who's yeah. excited? for today's combo i, I know it's time to bring her up i'm okay. gonna bring her on right now good morning. Hi, welcome. good morning good morning you guys pume tell everybody what time it is it's 5 17 in the morning in the islands <laughs> so she she wanted i just want to say that she wanted to come on this early she's an early riser so it's not like we forced our guests to show up at 5 a.m <laughs> you guys are terrible uh, well, welcome to the show i appreciate you ending our season eight i think it's gonna be a great episode with you today I am so looking forward to this. I am so honored um, that you guys chose me and wanted me to come on and, and share my my mana'o, share my knowledge and my heart. So thank you so much for the platform. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so before we get started with all of the questions, we like to take our, our coffee cup selfie. Look, I brought my um, Hawaii oh, one in your honor today. Yeah, this is for Pume today. Um, <laughs> This is my lipstick also. On three, one, two, three. Okay. All right. Now we can start the show officially. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, sips. Right? Just like if you say come pie and you don't sip, you're like. Yeah, you have to I take look. a sip. Just to yeah. finish off the moment, right? All right. Okay. I'm going to move. Pum All right, Pumi, it's time. We're going to start this. Yeah. So we've got some fabulous conversation to have with Pumehana Palmer. Right. I love, I want to say your full name because it's just so, you know, yeah. a, what do they call it? Al al alliteration, right? It's just that like great smooth flow of front and first and last, but okay. Anyway, so um, we loved the topic that you have because as business owners, that whole idea of growing personally and professionally is really important. And especially as an entrepreneur, because you're doing it all by yourself or as a small business owner where you're doing with very, very few other people. Right. So it's something that's hard for me as an entrepreneur and sole proprietor to be like, oh, yeah, I recognize that this growth is taking place. Um, so anyway. We're super excited to have you on. So our first question for you today is, how can growth and transformation affect us as a business owner? And I love that question so much. Um, immediately, what comes to mind for me is, what is the main goal of a business owner? And it's to turn a profit. 
it's not just to make money. It's not, it's for some people, not everybody wants to scale to the epic proportions that other people want, right? It's simply to turn a profit. So in order for you to hit numbers that you haven't hit before, you need to think a different way. You need to look at your clients, at their problems. You need to, to sh uh, change perspectives, right? And we're not saying that, you know, you have to absolutely like completely overhaul uh, your strategy, but even subtle different tweaks. So growth and transformation play a part in that not to get stuck in the, well, this is how we've always done it. Right. Mm. So that's, that's what I love that, it, that growth, growth is just tiny little changes and transformation is tiny little changes over and over and over again. So. Well, that's really interesting. So one of the things I instantly, I went, ah, oh, when you said we don't want to get stuck in doing it the way we've always done it. So I am a self-admitting person that loves to just do it the way I've always done it. Okay. And Selena can attest to this because Selena loves new tech. And I'm like, oh, not another app. Selena, <laughs> no. I like, I have to learn something new again. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this My husband's actually just like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really funny. Sorry, not to step on you or anything no. like that, but um my husband's partner, a business partner, is also came from where Selena and I came from and how we knew each other. Mm -hmm. It's really fun to see the different dynamics and dualities within business partnerships. It is very much like a marriage, right? That there's the one that's like, ooh, like shiny object syndrome. And then there's the other one that's like, bring it back in. But there's, it's so funny how they complement each other, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's so funny how there's, um there's that level of discernment that needs to, that needs to happen. But the relationship that you guys have has slowly and, you know, very, in very small ways, like grown and transformed who you are and, yeah. and how you guys run your business. Yeah. Gosh, that's so, that is so true. I, I, I have to say like, you know, Anna and I, we do joke like, you know, Anna's like, and this is not true, but this is an example like, oh, AOL chat room. That's where Anna is, right? Like, hi, Granita. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm like, let's go to Facebook. I'm not that old school. <laughs> yeah. I, I have graduated from MySpace to Facebook. <laughs> Finally, get let go of her landline, guys. We are moving <laughs> her forward. But no, I, I think having said that, right? I, I, I mean, it wasn't even what we were going to talk about. But yeah, Anna and I, having worked together, has actually helped us grow our individual businesses yeah. in different ways just by being around each other. So I love that you actually brought that up and... Um, how, cause right. Sometimes business partners also have other businesses. So I think, well, it, and it, yeah, it makes me stop and think too, though, that as a sole proprietor or a small business owner, if you don't have a partner, you still have to be able to implement both of those sides in order to make that transformation. Right. Cause if you are stuck in that, doing it the same way you've always done it mode, there is no growth. Right. And you were saying that transformation is little tiny growth spurts 
happening over a long period of time. So you have to learn how to incorporate those two things in whatever way. So if it's not your partnership, then maybe it's a course or education or something like that, right? Like that's that's where that growth and transformation then would come from for a sole proprietor business owner. And to that point, I think even, even a little deeper than that, there's a level of curiosity that needs to be there. There's humility, humility and curiosity that needs to be there, that, that you need to be able to show up and just be like, what's, what's something different? you know, that I could do. And that's not to say that, that it's not to say that everything that you have done up until this point is bad or wrong. It's just that your way of thinking has gotten you this far. And if you want to go further, then, hey, let's, let's try something else. Like, could be fun. You know, it doesn't make any commentary on what you have done thus far. Um, So I I, I absolutely can I just ask, is there an un- unspoken then like idea that it's okay to try things and have them not work out? Because oh that's my. part of that growth process, right? Because failure is scary for a sole proprietor, right? If it costs money and then you fail at it, oh crap, mm-hmm. I just wasted all of this time and money and mm-hmm. effort and energy. Did you though? Yeah. Did uh, you waste all this time? Yeah. Hi or that. Did you just learn what not to do, right? And and let me backtrack just a little bit with the way that you view failure, failure, the way that you view your mistakes. I'm going to go a little deep, but this has to do with your upbringing. This has to do with with, um, the way that you made mistakes in the past and how was that perceived, Mm -hmm. right? when you were a kid or even in school or even in high school, um, you made a mistake, what happened afterwards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have someone come down to your level and say, it's okay, it's right. okay. Or did you get down on yourself? Or yeah. did someone get down on you and say like, no, mistakes are not okay, you know? And and the straight, full, Full transparency, like disclaimer, I'm not a therapist. Right. I've gone to therapy for a very long time. I've had coaches and I've had other people who were trained and capable to help me through this transformation and help me be able to look at my life um, in, in this perspective and to understand that uh, you are the sum of all of your experiences. Mm-hmm. So to be able to objectively look at at how you make mistakes and and what that means and what narrative you put on that, yeah. right? Yeah. So somebody, um, a mentor had told me about this and it's like, money is money, right? It's, it's important, it's what we need. And especially as business owners, a lot of us are like, haha, what's my bottom line? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, you can always make more. And especially us as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we create our business. Uh-huh. We don't go to work, ask for not ask for a handout, but like we don't go to work and we don't wait for somebody to tell us what our value is. Uh-huh. We create that on our own. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, 
failure. We tried something and it didn't work. Okay, let's try something again. Let's that do something different. Is so gold, Pume. Like, I mean, because right when you say it, it's like you you do it because it's an investment in your business. And like you said, I think it's just the way you reframed it. Like the the failing of utilizing this new thing doesn't mean you failed. It just means you've learned something about the business that you don't want to use, or I just love that you said it like that. Like, yeah, it was a really good mindset swap. Right. And, um, and that, but did you, I was like, ah, I know it's so good. I had to add it to a quote her across wow. the bottom. Right. Yeah. No, but the idea that, so I loved that because there's so many different areas when you are a sole proprietor or a small business owner, you kind of wear all the hats of all the different things. There's so many different facets that you're in charge of, right? Like that you have to be running and you have to be good at it or you're going to hit those failure points. Mm -hmm. And too many of those, even with a mindset change, can be super frustrating. And ultimately, profitability will you know, will have a, will not be as great as if you are making better choices <laughs> that are successful. So this kind of leads us to our second question, which is when you are that business owner with all those different areas, like what areas of change is going to be most beneficial in that trickle down to all those different parts of our business for us as a business owner? Yeah, that makes sense. So for that, <laughs> I remember when I first read that, I was like, okay. <laughs> and after after sitting with it for a little bit and then also asking for a clarification, what came to mind is, is really how you choose to see yourself and how you choose to see your world. So the perspective, you know, shifts. And, and the ability to, to look at things from different angles, it'll trickle down because hmm, what you put energy towards is, of course, what you attract. Mm. In that sense, let me, let me clarify with that. Like, what you choose to see in the world is what you will bring towards yourself. And what comes to mind even more is the people that you surround yourself right with. So your support system, because as much as we do try to do this all on our own, we cannot. Yeah. So the people, the mindset that you have will attract the people that you have into your business, your other vendors, your team, your clients, right? So when you are thinking about business, your business in a different way. When one, when you are showing up in your business intentionally and in a certain way, then you will attract the people who want to help you and who surround you in that same way. So to your point of when it gets hard, because boy, does it get hard. <laughs> you need the people to be like, uh-uh, no you know that that mindset and you know that that narrative isn't taking you to a productive place. Yeah. Now, when you were talking about, like when you guys were talking earlier, what came to mind was compartmentalization, right? 
And especially as women, women, like we, we are emotional beings in the best way and sometimes in the worst way, right? And it allows us to come into our businesses from a holistic standpoint, right? We love and we care and we cherish, but there are times in which you need to like, huh, I'm feeling some type of way, but I'm gonna have to put that on the side and focus on my clients, focus on the project, focus on, you know, our due dates. Um, yeah. and, and that's where, that's where you build your team. That's where the trickle down happens. And you'll see the transformation in different areas of your life. It's incredible, not just in your business. I love how you framed that. So it's not so much about focusing on one specific part of your business or another. It's not like, oh, focus on the marketing and make your changes there. Focus on being the best financial self, self DIY CPA you possibly can. It's about that big picture, you know, 20,000 feet view of who, what you're trying to accomplish, the people you're surrounding yourself with and, and your intention as yeah. you're, as you're acting as a business owner. Uh -huh. I mean, that right there is, I think, a mindset switch, right? Uh -huh. And can I just jump in real quick? Yeah. Um, there's a saying in, in our industry where focus goes, energy flows. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. Yeah. That, but, and that's such a true statement, right? Because obviously that's that path that you're deciding to walk down on. And, and, and I hope you all, when you do that, you're open to receiving, right? What is, what is wanting to kind of come into to that? I, I, yeah, no, I, you know what? I, I've been reflecting on this question myself, Pumi, and I loved what you had said about just kind of like, you know, the, the, when you kind of figure out the mindset of what you want to change, it, it will trickle down to the clients that you take on, the vendors that you, you know, work with or contractors who you like outsource and work with. I mean, all of that does, you know, is affected. And I think it's important to know, know what the goal is in your business, right? Mm -hmm. And then incorporating that with your growth and your this and your that. And how empowering is it to be able to get to a point where you can say, say no to a client because they're not in alignment with how you want to show up there. You know that your time, you know that your energy is worth so much more um, than just the money that they're bringing or, or just being able to, I don't want to say assert boundaries because you're, it's not a forceful thing. Mm -hmm. When, when you can say no within your business with warmth and caring and compassion for yourself, as well as that person or as well as that other business or vendor, it's so empowering and it allows mm -hmm. you even more, it allows you space and mm -hmm. energy to one, say yes to the clients and the other vendors and the people that you want to work with that are in alignment and two, show up a little more and differently with the clients that you already have, because you're like, I want to work with you. Yeah. And that's huge. Oh my gosh. You just made me think of, so the mutual uh, restaurant that uh, Pumi and I worked at, there was actually a really big client that we had and they had emailed me a huge request that they wanted for one of their very, very big groups they're bringing in. And we were like, this is kind of ridiculous, but how do you tell the very big client no, right? 
we sat down, we talked about it. And it's funny how when you talk to different people on the team, like what, how they would say it. And you're like, wrong. That's very negative. Wrong. <laughs> down as a business, right? But I remember structuring the email that we sent to them saying no. And we explained why. And um, I was like, I was still sweating it, but um, we put a lot of effort, like you said, for me, where you, you just, you say it with kindness and warmth of why it's a no. And um, that client came back and they, they became even more raving fans. They said they had appreciated our honesty and mm-hmm. that what it had come down to was the level of service that his clients were going to get if we went with his, his want, um, and so don't be scared to say no, like Fumi mm-hmm. said, right? And I, I, I love that you said that. I, don't, I hadn't thought about that in very many years. Well, but. I think it's also the empowerment, right, of knowing what you want for your business, you know, and as small business owners, entrepreneurs, we don't want to waste time on, do, I mean, what, there's a reason why we are doing what we're doing and not working for a large corporation or, you know, a lot of it has to do sometimes with being able to pick and choose the type of jobs that we want. I mean, I know as a writer, there are things that I don't want to write anymore that I had to write in the past, right? Like I don't want, it drains my energy as opposed to filling that energy bucket up for me. Mm-hmm. And so but there was a point when I first started my business where had that job come to me, I probably would have taken it because of the profitability factor without being able to say no to it. Cause I would be afraid of that client won't come back. Right. Mm-hmm. Or that client will, Oh, she's saying, no, she must not need our business. You know, that kind of that mindset change that you're talking about is required in order to say no to mm-hmm. a business owner. And that comes with experience, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You need to say yes to things in order to realize and figure out what you want to say no to. Yeah. Yeah. No. I love that. Yeah. That right there is a huge mindset like shift, right? And like, and and I think it would take a lot of growth and transformation for a business owner to get to that point. I know it does actually, yeah. right? Because there's still clients that I haven't said no to that I probably should say no to. <laughs> If you're listening, you Just might want to <laughs> listen. You're not that client, don't you? You should put that disclaimer on the uh, <laughs> client is listening. This stuff was not about you. Um, no, not I about you. No, one of my clients, too, um, when I was struggling with something last year, him and I, you know, we had a big talk, and you know, um, he when I said, oh, I don't know what to do, and he's like, Look, when you say yes to this, you're saying no to something else that could be important. And Anna's heard me say this because I've talked about this all the time. And I thought that was so powerful when he said that. Like, he's like, are you saying yes to the right thing? And you're saying no to the wrong thing, you know, and switch that energy around. So, yeah. This leads us directly into our last question, which is kind of getting down to the details. Like, so let me pull this up really quick. So what are, what is a daily growth or mindset practice that a business owner can do? Let's get to the tangible things. Like how do we apply this as a business owner to what we're doing every day? I think honestly, it comes down to the curiosity and humility and slowing down a lot of us as business owners. Oh my gosh. Well, and this is for Selena. That's like, (laughs) You know, <laughs> Ooh, squirrel, new tip. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Jeez. 
Yes. There's a time and a place for that. But uh-huh. at the same time, there's a time and a place to slow down. And even if it is taking a breath yeah, right before you, you feel some type of way or you get really, really excited, having that space for curiosity and humility uh-huh. and taking a breath, it makes a huge difference. Because mm-hmm. then, then you create space for that intentionality, mm-hmm. right? And you're allowing yourself to make decisions from a grounded place mm-hmm. rather than a place of expectation. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this client asked me this. Uh, I need to answer them now. Yeah. Or, or, or they're going to leave me. <laughs> wow. Or this, this, or that. Take a breath. Take a pause. It's, oh my goodness. There's so many things. There's so many things. Like well, okay, so many things. So I'm getting I'm, all these downloads. Like yeah. say I'm, that again. I'm a qualifier, right? So what I hear you saying is add into your calendar a certain amount of time each day to sit back and reflect on where you're at, what's coming, and what decisions you have to make, kind of thing, right? Like maybe like a meditation time frame or 15 minutes before. During your lunchtime, you're not watching TV. You're not on the phone with a client as you wolf down your salad. You know, whatever that is. That Hashtag working lunches, right? <laughs> exactly. But that you're taking, you're, you're intentionally making space for yourself to have that, be able to think through those thoughts, right? Is kind of or what you're just saying. Just think about nothing. Yeah. Take I don't know how to do that. Exactly. <laughs> no, right. That's why that's why it's called practice, right? Exactly. Like exactly. Practice. So I, the times that, yeah, like you say, you wolf down your lunches, right? I do the exact same thing. But what if, what if just today you ate your lunch and you enjoyed your lunch? What? And you didn't think about anything else. <laughs> and you didn't think about work. What if? Just for today. How do you you put that into practice though? So you sit down with your lunch and you know, you can't really control where your mind is going. So is there like a, like a, you just have to say to yourself, no, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about the color I'm going to put on my toes when I go get my nails done later this weekend. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you have an Mm -hmm. intentional other list of things you're thinking about to Mm -mm. be able to separate? That's that's the thing. It's focusing on the right here, right now. Mm. Uh, I heard a podcast once years ago and you hear, be present, be present. And there's a couple of different ways that you can look at it. There's one where it's, well, that you can remember it. My therapist actually has a little picture on her wall that says, be here now. Mm. Be here now. So it's just then- like thinking about what you're doing in that moment. Like not I, even just thinking, just doing. Just yeah. you're, you're eating your lunch. It, Anna. Yeah. Eat my lunch. This is clearly not something I am good at. This <laughs> is called a practice. And that's why it's a practice. Yeah. But there's another question that I heard, or there are two questions. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Right here. What time is it? Right now. Mm-hmm. Where am I? right here. What time is it right now? Mm. Mm. And you have the time. You have the time to be present, 
even if it is just just eat your lunch just eat your lunch yeah and when you and it's not even when you get good at that because there's there is no getting good at it and next the next step and and you know moving on or or moving up the ladder or anything like that it'll be exactly like you said the trickle down mm. because when you can get present when you can just eat your lunch then you can get present and answer that email mm -hmm. and not think 17,000 steps ahead. If I send this email, what's going to happen? Right? Right here, right now. Who's <laughs> writing an email? I'm putting that on a t-shirt, Pume. I know. I seriously, though, like that makes so much sense, right? I mean, I keep asking for this clarification because in my head, I... I know that I always feel like I need to be thinking about what's next because I'm a planner. That's in my nature, right? To want to be able to organize and get it planned out and know what's happening so that there's no surprises and then I can be done with my day when I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. well, so I, I do, I feel this transformation coming here. Where I'm ah. gonna start practicing the, where am I? What yeah. time is it? Kind yeah. of message to myself. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this was kind of for me today here. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yay. I mean, I, can I say like when uh, last week, no, two weeks ago, um, my husband and I, I just in the middle of the day, I, I was like, I can't, I need to, I, I got too much, like I'm not creative. I'm not all. And we shut down the office and we went to lunch like in a town over and we made it a pretty place and we just enjoyed it. And I didn't look at my phone and, um, I remember calling Anna. I'm like, guess what I did? I left the work. <laughs> my work, you know, like, what? Yeah. And it was, it was so nice, but it really reset me, um, to be, um, like you said, like I, some days I do feel like this, like squirrel, that's just like, I can't not look at all these things that is happening. And mm. the way that you said 17,000 steps ahead, that is exactly how my brain is constantly working. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know how to slow I don't know how to think of just one thing sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, multitasking, equating being busy equals success. Has been overhyped and drilled in. Yes, totally agree. I, I do as well. And I think, I think that's the way we've looked at success, right? Yeah. Is if you're always constantly busy, you can't fail. Yeah. But the reality is, is that that creates burnout, which then creates failure, yeah. on, you know, and on some level, not the failure is bad as we learned today, necessarily. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> New way to do business, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, that's how I live my life, right? I'm like, no, there was an opportunity from this, right? That we've learned. Absolutely. And, um, right. right. And there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. There's a time and a place to, yes, think 17,000 steps ahead. There's right. a time to right. organize and plan and compartmentalize and do all of the things, right? Yeah. And then there's a time to just slow the F down because yeah. Yeah. it'll be okay. And so, that's where I think we fail sometimes, right? That slowing down portion of it, unless you're practiced at it, unless it's part of of, of what you plan for yourself. I don't think that most entrepreneurs are able to, or do that on a day, you know, maybe, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's the people I surround myself with, but I don't recognize that as being a skill set for m most entrepreneurs. I don't know. I think it's just finding the balance, like you said, Pumi, and I think it is important to kind of just in, 
remember because it is a lonely road uh, as an entrepreneur and you wear many hats in your business. And I think it is. And we've spoken to so many other like uh, people in the mental health um, area that have said like, you know, you it is important in your business to schedule time to just be present, like you said, you know what I mean? Because you you need that to reset, to revitalize all the all the re's, you know, that you can say. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I love it. Thank yeah. you so much for this great conversation. Anna, you know what's gonna happen when you're feeling like negative. I'm gonna be like, Pume. I'm just gonna whisper her name to you. I'm gonna make you a verb, Pumehana. Like that is I know. <laughs> she is. Yeah, it's gonna be on my like my board up here on my wall. So I'll walk in my office and we'll say <laughs> and I'll be like, Oh, that's right. I'm happy to inspire. So look, you're going to want to continue like finding out more about Pumihana. So we're going to kind of hand it off to her. She's going to tell you where you should be finding her, all the things. So go for it, Pumi. Awesome. Well, absolutely. Um, All the social handles, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I am at Pumihana Palmer. So pretty easy. Um, Get, have a little technical difficulties this morning, but usually you can find me at pumehanapalmer.com. Yes. Um, and I am always just a DM away. So. Awesome. Seriously, she's so, it's, it's so good. Okay, this is going to now lead um, us into our toolkits, which I'm really excited about. Um, okay, Pume has this like awesome thing and and actually, I'll be honest, this is what actually prompted me that we reconnected. And it wasn't like, oh, because I jumped on it. It was what she said about this newsletter prior to starting where she had. Do you remember, Pume, you you were talking about like I was trying to launch it like in a stealthy way, but not a whatever way. Remember that? And oh, she had God. the most realist conversation on the social media that was like, you know what? I realized I just needed to just say it. Right. Remember? Oh, OK. And. It was her honesty about just like, you know, it, 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 I mean, there's that word hustle, but just like, you know, you do have to kind of, you want to share like the value that you want to give to people and trying to find the right way. And I loved, I was just on her social, like her personal profile. She's just talking about it. And I was just like, I must, I must. So, okay. Pume, tell everybody what this is, why they should be like signing up for it. For sure. So this is my Tuesday two for newsletter. Uh, Shout out to my husband for (laughs) the idea and the title. Um, But I just wanted to create something small to drop into your inbox every day to just kind of break up all of the the promotional emails and all of the other blogs and articles and whatnot, um, just to drop in a little hint of wisdom. So it's really quick and easy. It's um, two ideas from others. It's two coaching questions and two affirmations just to get you through your day or get you through the week. And and I wanted to create something that was one, sustainable because uh, I am... I I did. I have have ADHD, so I'm always like, squirrel. And I wanted something that was super easy and super palatable and something that you guys could absorb and and not feel bad hitting trash. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, it's, it's really, really easy. And it's a, it's a tiny little way to just read it, make you go, huh. Mm -hmm. And then move on with your day, move on with your week. Yeah. Or, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I signed up for her newsletter after Selena forwarded me one of them. This is when we were looking at having her on as a guest and I loved it so much. I was like, I can totally create content from this because it is that mind thought probing. I know that here I am like taking it, not just being in the moment and using it. (laughs) No, that's so good. You're a content creator. That's what you do. But, But it really is the kind of thing where if you just took a second and like really thought through the process of the questions she's asking or thought about the ideas from others and how that could affect you as a business owner, it really is what she's saying. Those small palatable, you know, five minute like moments that are going to help with that growth and transformation we've been talking about. I really feel like that is so. And I love that you say you don't have to feel bad about hitting trash right? Because sometimes you do, right? Like, oh, should I get rid of this? I don't know. I don't know. She's Maybe telling you, trash it. If you're done with it, it, say goodbye to it. And right. I- you'll get another one next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You just have to head to her website. Okay. And we're going to talk about this for just a second, right, Pumi? So Pumi and I were messaging this morning. And um, I think in every business, there's always going to be like a hiccup in places. And what happened to her is such a common thing for websites it just um the renewal process was a day late that's all so she went back in she renewed so if you head to her website and it's not there yet do not freak out it is coming back (laughs) I promise yeah it's life and I tell you what and I said this to her I'm like I have a client that is a luxury pool guy and before we did web maintenance he was just like dang it I forgot (laughs) And I could be down for a whole day, you know? So um, anyway, so what I'm saying is do not think you're in the wrong place. There's just this, this coming back thing. And if not, you just send, send her a DM on Instagram or TikTok and say, yo, is it up yet? Cause I really want to sign it. You do, you need to sign up for a newsletter. Like I, this is not even the first time I've talked about her too, for Tuesday (laughs) things. Okay. Sorry. I know we're there. Okay. Let me bring this back up. Okay. Um, Anna. Yes. So our tip jar today from Caitlin Eldridge, um, Eldridge CPA. If you're sending something to the IRS, send it return certified return receipt. Okay. Listen, you don't mess around with the IRS. Just make sure that you have something saying you've mailed it out and they have to sign for it so that you can always say, you did get it. I have the receipt. I have proof of confirmation of receipt so that they can't say you didn't send it. Um, nobody wants nobody wants the IRS on their tail. So that's just one of those safeguards. Thank you, Caitlin, for words of wisdom. Yep. Thank you, Caitlin, for sure. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, I just hate to say this, but this is our final show for season eight. That's 80 episodes. If you haven't been to our YouTube page, head over there and subscribe for us. Um, It's just that one little click. And we would love it if you would do that. Same with the podcast. You can always download any of our episodes on a podcast platform of your choice. We will be returning in June with another 10 episodes of awesome 
um, for the 15-ish minute coffee chat with new conversations, new topics, new guests, all the hottest hot hotness that's in the world right now for business owners and entrepreneurs. <laughs> Way to sell it, Anna. <laughs> yeah. And as always, you can find Anna and Selena at AnnaandSelena.com. We love to connect on LinkedIn. We also have our individual business on Facebook and Instagram. And Anna and Selena is coming soon to Facebook and Instagram as well. So just a heads up. Yeah. So you'll be able to follow us in all the different places. Um, ah. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Kumehana, thank you so much for words of wisdom and for sharing mindset and growth ideas. I don't know if that's not the right word, but you know, like I feel inspired today and that's a great yeah. way to end the show. So yeah. And a season. So yes. Season. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Okay. Thank you, Pumi. Yes. Right, see you next month, next season. Bye. Bye. Bye.